talking and it don't make sense Tell me what it's all about The truth is stranger the closer you get To the who, what, where, when, how Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Absurd is the word, guess what I heard Guess what I heard Guess what I heard Hey guys, this is Know What I Heard. I'm Jamie, and this is another episode filled with amazing tidbits where Monique and I talk about different, just kind of off-the-wall news stories and different things that are happening and have a lot of laughs, try to learn a little bit too. So it's also Thanksgiving week, so I hope that everybody has an amazing Thanksgiving, whatever it looks like for you this year. I hope you stay safe and healthy and have a lot to be thankful for even though this year has been just 12 shades of crazy. So I personally am incredibly thankful for this podcast. It's provided a um, just source of something fun and positive in this wild year. And the support that I've received is absolutely amazing. And I'm incredibly thankful for that. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love doing this podcast so much, so, so much. And I hope that I can continue to do it for a very, very long time. And the only way that I can do that is with your support. So thank you. I hope you enjoy these tidbits. Here you go. Tidbits week six. Are you buckled in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is exciting news because I... I know you love pigeons, so. Okay. <laughs> okay. A bird named New Kim, not Old Kim. Or Lil' Kim? Yeah, no. Nope. Or Big Kim? Just New Kim, okay. who is a two-year-old racing pigeon. Racing pigeon, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's there's a mm-hmm. lot there's a lot of yeah. things we're going to need to talk about with this story. <laughs> so. I'm ready for you. She's she's a two-year-old racing pigeon sold for almost $1.9 million at an auction in Belgium. Again, a fucking pigeon sold for close to $2 million. The highest that's ever been received for a racing pigeon. Also, what the fuck is a racing pigeon? Um, what the fuck is a racing pigeon? What exactly are the are they racing? Are they doing hurdles? Are they doing like what is this race consist? Of? What does this race consist of? And what the fuck is wrong with humanity? <laughs> like, right? Can, if you have two million dollars that you're like, oh, I'm gonna buy that fucking pigeon. I'm getting that pigeon. You're like, oh my god, like I really need this pigeon. I can't believe it's for sale. I'm gonna get new Kim. I gotta I gotta have new Kim. And the buyer of New Kim only goes by the name Super Duper. <laughs> I just took a, just took a sip of water. <laughs> you got super duped, motherfucker, because you got a pigeon. The same bird that shits all over cities. Like, what if these races can... Please tell me. Okay. So, in the sport of pigeon racing... <laughs> which exists 
all of the, <laughs> I don't know, participant birds are like they have a loft that they share and they get acclimated to this <laughs> the bird it's like the birds it, have a loft yeah it's like the real world for birds this is the true story of some fucking homing true pigeons story. Yeah. yeah it's crazy so but they so they get acclimated to this shared loft and then they're taken hundreds of miles away and released and the first bird that makes it back to the party loft <laughs> is the winner. I don't know what they win. It's like the amazing race. <laughs> yeah. Pigeon edition. Belgium is like just a hotbed for uh, pigeon breeding and racing these days. And there was even a doping scandal <laughs> a couple years ago. <laughs> <laughs> there was not. Yeah. So Roy's, Roy's Rita was like, Move! coming through <laughs> my testicles are so small my bird nuts are itty bitty <laughs> yeah so there's that big congrats to super duper and new kim i imagine they're gonna do amazing things yeah <laughs> next on my list of just fascinating shit yeah on an, a Japanese island, there is a town that started using robotic wolves to scare away bears. Okay, so it's getting close to hibernating season, so the birds... Or, not the birds. God damn it. Still thinking about pigeons. The bears are starting to move into town, and so they've had an increase in attacks and things. So they've, like, monster wolves that have red glowing eyes and motion detectors and when they get activated it like moves its head and there's flashing lights and it emits like 60 different sounds from wolves howling to machinery and it's supposed to scare away the the bears but if you look <laughs> at these scary scary wolves at best monique i could describe them as a bad Halloween decoration on an electrical box. Like that that's what it looks like. It's this like very fake thing with this like this wolf head that just goes back and forth and then it's mounted up on like seriously like a high looking like electrical box with metal legs that have these solar panel looking <laughs> things on them. So it's just like this Ah, some weird animatronic that's at like exactly the country bear jamboree yes with less awesomeness yes so basically the bears are looking at each other and they're going hey you see that stupid shit that joe put in his yard yes it's far from realistic because it's really like trick-or-treat what are you honey and there's just like a like a fake wolf in someone's house but put that on metal legs just in the air Rawr! happens when it gets stuck <laughs> exactly That's like, the bears are like what the fuck is wrong with these people well and so they have cameras that like it showed one where a bear like came out of you know the woods like all the shit started going off and it like <gasps> turned around and ran I'm waiting for the next video to be just a bear like and just knock the fucking thing off it's like stand <laughs> continue in to raid the town Whoever came up with that stupid idea. 
Yeah. So a German court has officially recognized techno as music. Wait, hold on. Somebody needed a court to say that house music was ha- well, techno music was te- was actual music. Yeah, it all has to do with money. <laughs> of fucking course. Oh, fucking course. Berlin is basically like the the party capital of Europe. There's a lot of clubs, a lot going on. Germany is also one of the primary producers of EDM, which is electronic dance music. Yeah. So recently, a German federal fiscal court, that's a lot to say, uh, ruled that EDM, specifically the techno and house varieties, your favorites, are music. That EDM is officially music. This was at the request of some of the the German club owners because of the taxes that they have to pay. So in Germany, event organizers have to pay a 19% value-added tax. Yikes. 19? Yeah, 19%. But concert venues only have to pay a 7% tax. Huh. So events, concerts, that's kind of been the the battle so club owners were saying that just like people that would go to a concert that they come to their clubs to enjoy the music to hear the dj yeah it's like going to if you go to listen to a dj you go to it's the same thing as going to listen to somebody play the guitar and sing into a microphone so the club owners were saying that but then tax officials were like "Eh, a dj playing music from other artists isn't the same as like a live band playing their original music that most people who would go to a club are going for the booze and not just the music. The question kind of was around the like intention of you going to that space, to that club, if the music was the focus or the alcohol. I mean, if we're, Talking honestly, most often it's the alcohol, regardless of what you're going to listen to. Lots of people go for the for the grouping in their friends in the in the music to add to their atmosphere in their evening, not necessarily right. just the band themselves. Yeah. And spoiler alert, it's probably not just booze that they're going to be doing. <laughs> True that. Yeah. Really focused on house music. So the tax officials were like disputing with these club owners. And so it had to go to the courts and the courts ruled that the lower tax rate isn't due to the presence of live musicians, but the primary reason the audience is attending an event. So the fact that they named techno music now means that these club owners get their lower tax rate. So it was like Good for them. a big win. Yeah, techno is music. It's official. <laughs> wow. That's pretty interesting. And I think it's it's a good day for Germans. It is. Everybody should crack a glow stick and dance dance. Yeah. I like watching the festivals sometimes, like on YouTube, and I'll listen to like the music and it look it looks amazing. And I think if I were like twenty five I would be totally down with it. Listening and watching like just the, the art and 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 how they kinda create that atmosphere is really interesting to me. 
No, I think it's very cool. I like the creativity of it, but I I can't handle it. I I don't like loud. I don't like crowds. I don't like lights. The bear walking into the robotic wolf is me walking into a house a party. <laughs> yeah. Just, nope, nope, nope. I, I, I can't. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Too much. I just want to dance. Wanna yeah. Dance. Well, if I want to dance, then I put the Pointer Sisters on my phone and I just dance. Okay. So my last story for the week. Scientists are pretty much baffled because human body temperatures are dropping globally. So 98.6 degrees has been the normal human body temperature. Are you ever at 98.6? No, I'm always like 97.3. 97.6. Yeah, 97.7 all the time. If it is 98.6, I'm like, I have a fever. The... Average, like, the body temperature of humans is dropping. So researchers are doing studies, um, and they they started in, like, first world countries, but they've also been studying an indigenous tribe in the jungles of Bolivia because they're trying to figure out... Is there a difference between first world countries and not, or... No. They're saying that this is, like, across the board... Yeah, so the these studies, like, in, in the UK, the average is, like, 97.9 degrees. A study that they did in California, um, the average is 97.5. And then these Bolivian tribes, it's 97.7. So they're, they can't figure out why they're seeing, like, the same level of decline. They, they have a couple theories, and the first was that we have fewer infections and thus having fewer fevers that maybe that kind of affected the average temp Mm. of people due to just you know clean water uh, modern medicine and um, you know better hygiene Mm -hmm. but that wouldn't impact these tribes that don't have access to those things Um, and then a second theory was that at least in like these first world countries that because we have heating and air, air conditioning, conditioning yeah, that our bodies don't have to work so hard to regulate our body temp. But again, that wouldn't affect these tribes. So scientists are truly just like, don't fucking know. We don't fucking know. But what? I mean, as a scientist, as a doctor, as a mathematician, <laughs> and all of the studies that I've done with humans i think it's evolution i i feel like that was about as basic an answer as you could give as a i think it's the humans evolving in response to global warming yeah we cooled down they might have to start like rewriting some of the the medical books and the things that are taught because that's just such a basic standard in medical care it's obvious that it's changing and they gotta take it into account yep gotta factor that shit that's it gotta factor it mm-hmm. gotta factor mm-hmm. it factor, factor you tidbits they are speaking history are you ready for this week in history yes 
November 26th, 1789. We're going way back. 1789. Was the first National Thanksgiving Day. George Washington declared the day as a general thanksgiving for the adoption of the Constitution. And it was also the first U.S. national holiday. Huh. Interesting. I did not know that. I didn't even, I don't think I ever knew that. You know, that it's supposed to be like, oh, the pilgrims and the Indians and whatever. But I didn't realize that, like, George Washington was actually like, today is Thanksgiving Day. Today is the day we give chatter, chatter with his wooden teeth, wooden teeth. I got a splinter for my incisor. My teeth made its own toothpick. (laughs) Thanksgiving. So, November 28th, 1995, the 55-mile-per-hour speed limit was abolished. I remember that because my dad turned 55 that year, and he said, well, good, as long as they keep raising it, then I'll be good. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember when that happened. Across the country, there was a 55-mile-per-hour speed limit, and then Bill Clinton signed um, into law the act that returned the control of speed limits back to the individual states and so this allowed the states to exceed the mandated maximum speed of 55 miles per hour that had been effect um or had been in effect since 1974 so thank god for that because i can't imagine having to drive 55 everywhere i mean i live in new england so we have a lot of areas that are still 55 because it's tiny and small corridors and things like that but i cannot imagine living where you live and and seeing something lower than 70 (laughs) on a highway or something like we don't have anything above 65 up here at all last this week in history november 24th 1971 db cooper yeah so A hijacker calling himself D.B. Cooper parachuted from a 727 into a thunderstorm over Washington like a total badass with $200,000 in ransom money. They don't know who D.B. Cooper is. They don't know what happened to him. Nope. Disappeared without a trace. Um, So he took over a Northwest Orient Airlines flight shortly after taking off. And he was like, yo, flight attendant. Looky, look, I got a bomb. And she was like, ah. He said that he won $200,000, four parachutes, and no funny stuff. Yeah, no funny stuff. That's what's important. That should be the name of this podcast. Literally. (laughs) Literally. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry about that. The plane landed at the Seattle airport, and authorities, of course, were like, oh, he's got a bomb. And so they met his demands and were able to clear most of the passengers off the plane. Um, so, But there was still some of the crew. Um, and he demanded the, the plane take off and start flying low towards Mexico and then forced the remaining crew all into the cockpit. And at 8.13 that night, he parachuted from the plane. The w- It was a huge storm. Winds were over 100 miles per hour, and it was below zero degrees. So the, the storm was so bad that it authorities weren't able to, like, capture him immediately. Um, and it really kind of slowed down the search for him. And they just assumed that 
he died. Oh, he must have died. And that's what he was hoping. You know that, right? In 1980, an eight-year-old boy found a stack of the money along the Columbia River near Vancouver, Washington. And that is the the only thing that they've ever found related to him. They don't know the identity of D.B. Cooper or what happened to him. Nobody's ever come forward. And it, yeah. he jumped out of the plane. He was wearing like wraparound sunglasses, a suit and a raincoat, his money, and he was gone. It's pretty fascinating, and it's just one of those, like, true mysteries. But how do you, when you're on a, like, a commercial flight, Mm. don't bad things happen if you open the door? Well, I mean, maybe not back then. Uh, Yeah, I mean, loss of cabin pressure, blah, 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 blah. But they probably noticed that, right? When that opened and somebody had to probably go out and fix it, I would imagine. They would have to go close the door now. <laughs> I mean, he didn't do it. So. I mean, he like taps he on the side, like, you good to go. Like, and it's an ambulance. You good? <laughs> he's floating yeah. up to the Just window. Just gives him a thumbs up. Oh, like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't, I'm sure it's bad, but I don't think it's like devastating. I've also seen movies where the cabin door gets opens and, and it's everyone like, gets sucked out of it. Exactly. Cool. Maybe they just stayed in the cockpit. And they were good to go, and I don't know. Nowadays, I would be like, do not touch that door. (laughs) We're all going to get sucked out of this fucking thing. Oh, shit. Is that it? Yeah, that's it for this week in history. But I do have one. What? Let's hear. And this was inspired by our friends Chase and Laurel in a conversation that we had recently with them. The conversation got a little out of hand, but this is the the gist of how it started. So, when we're talking hair on our body, why does the hair on our head grow longer than, say, hair on our arms or eyebrows? Evolution? Pubic hair. Poobs. 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 Poobies. Yeah. Your Rubik's pubes. Um, what are you doing yeah. down there exactly? <laughs> Spinning them around as fast as I can. <laughs> and then I'm like, solved it. And then they're just basically in a knot. They're all- <laughs> it's like an but Indian all burn. The, but all the blue is together. Yep. I'm you. a genius. You. So. It's so, not evolution. What is ass. it? <laughs> so what is it exactly? Let me get my notes. <laughs> Please. The answer is that all of the hair grows to a specific length, but they have different rates of growth or whatever. So hair grows in, in different cycles. So the first cycle is the is the antigen phase. And so a protein root in the hair follicle starts accumulating cells that form into a rope-like structure, which is hair. And... Uh, in puberty? My balls just dropped just. while we were talking. It's about time. Congratulations to you. So the blood supply feeds the the follicle, which allows it to, you know, start creating more cells and allows the hair to actually grow. So as long as it stays in that antigen phase, or as long as that phase lasts, the hair will continue to grow. 
Um, and so the antigen phase for like the hair on your head can last anywhere from two to six years, depending on your genetic makeup. Your body hair, though, has a growth cycle that lasts weeks instead of years. So the max that they grow is much shorter, thus the different lengths, like your eyelashes, your eyebrows, all that fun stuff. And so then there, there's the catagen phase where the follicle slowly starts to just kind of like wither up and it stops feeding the hair cells. So the, the hair stops growing, but it gets further, like it gets pushed further out and it's no longer growing and the follicle starts to renew itself. So the old hair gets pushed out and then the telogen phase starts. The dead strand of hair either falls off or is pushed out by a new one and the antigen cycle starts over again. But that's why I like that we don't have... 10 inch long hairs on our arms and our legs and our armpits and other precious spots on our bodies. Like our Rubik's pubes? Yes. That's all I got. I like it. That's good. Thank you for another Thank week. you for having me on another week and for teaching me things. That's good. I like learning. I like to be learned. Pleasure. You are pretty dumb. Just kidding. Thank you. Good times. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Another week of tidbits in the books. If you guys have any questions or comments, show ideas, anything at all, send me an email at knowwhatiheard at gmail.com or feel free to send a message through the Facebook page, which is Know What I Heard Podcast. If you haven't already liked the Facebook page, you should go ahead and do that too. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday. And until next time, hey, know what I heard? <laughs>